animal. Welcome to the League of Legends Legendary Podcast. Legendary League of Legends. Right, what the fuck? Welcome this to the podcast? Legendary League of Legends Podcast. That one. That's the podcast we're doing. time every Wednesday, except for the one time we didn't do it on Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> we forget about that one. Yeah, that was a that was a non-canon episode. <laughs> we got the the best team in the LCS winning, and I can say that because they're both going to the final. <laughs> I'll give it to you. TSM, they they took C9's crap and then threw it right back at them. Ooh, it felt good. Uh, And then FlyQuest... jump ahead of the schedule. (laughs) Then FlyQuest were kind of... They're not... They ain't going to keep up. They they don't keep up too well with with, uh, TL, to be honest. Turns out when TL plays on their game, they're pretty good. Yeah, it's almost like when a super team isn't inting... It's almost like when we're not picking York, boys. <laughs> we win games. Don't don't bring um, up York, man. That's just that's just it's that's just funny. That's toxic. Funny. <laughs> Correct. I'm a toxic person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxic, toxic, toxic. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxic, toxic, toxic. <laughs> into our first series of uh, C9 versus TSM. We both said it was three two, but I said it was for TSM, and he said it was for Cloud Nine. I did say it was for Cloud Nine, and I lost. Although we were both right about three two. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I have a blue, and you have a red. Well, I've got a light red. I would, it's have, very, chose, it's I would a... have chose a darker red, but the uh, next predictions took that. Yeah, we, we both got bodied the next time. <laughs> that's okay. We were both coming in heavy with the grief. Like, I'm a little we'll sad there isn't a third place bit. match, because I really would like to talk about uh, Fly versus uh, C9, but... Yeah, I kind of wish there was. It would be fun, but oh well. Um... I'll say this. I'm not happy. I am. I'm very happy. I know you're very happy, but I don't even think you should. Okay, listen. Bjergsen in a tier. <laughs> okay, that, that's actually good. Uh, I just saw that. But can I be honest? I felt like a couple of the games were like well-played, good-to-watch games. And it felt like a couple of the games, both teams were a little bit fucking around. Uh, it felt like a couple of those games, neither team was playing well. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, for the first two games in the in the CSMC9 series, which is the first one, we would be, uh, we'll be talking about. Okay, sorry, I got ahead of myself. You did, because it's the other way around. This one was the Saturday game. Oh my god. So, Wait, first what two was games, I C9, about? I don't know. <laughs> I was saying the C9 versus TSM series, it looked like some just, of the I'm games. I'm just trying to focus the conversation. Oh my god, dude. I'm saying overall, my overall impression. That's what we always do, anyway. Okay. So, first two games, C9 had very good control. And then someone told uh, Bjergsen that, this is your 100th game. Do you want to lose your 100th game? And he's like, no. No, I I don't. don't. And then he picked a Kali. And then he played a Kali. Don't let Bjergsen play a Kali, folks. Don't don't do that. That's a... That's true. That's that's a bad time. I guess let Broken Blade play it sometimes. Don't do that. Don't don't, don't let Broken Blade... TSM, don't let Broken Blade play it. Don't let him play that shit. I don't want to see him on on Akali again. That was... That was hard to watch. Even as a C9 fan, I was like, ooh, this is nasty. You know what what Impact's really good at? Taking shit. You know what Akali is? Giving shit. Impact is not on C9. You're right. What am I doing? Licorice. You're talking about licorice. You're right, you're right. So I'm just... I'm out of this. You're actually trolling. Don't try to out, like, overly skill match up licorice. But you know what you do? Good. Do you know what you do? 
you let him last pick Orn blind into Brom already picked, oh, and then God. you counter pick it with Vladimir. Oh God! That's what you do. Actually, I don't even think Vladimir is the reason they won that game. It's but not, but it's just it it makes Orn more useless. That's true, but Vladimir felt like he was inting late game, <laughs> except for the very last fight. Um, I thought the Vlad pick was actually. Like if it felt like if ever they were going to lose, it was going to be because of that. But we'll get to that. Akali on uh, the first two games were very good, and I was happy to see the Hecarim. Uh, I was not happy to see two Jarvan games in a row, <laughs> games three and four. I was really not fucking happy with that at all. I don't understand why, especially because the second one they gave him Rexai, they gave Akkadian Rexai, and like. That's one of the three junglers he's, like, crazy at. Like, why? You first picked Jarvan over Rek'Sai. You won two games ago on Rek'Sai, and you just lost on Jarvan. Why? Anyway. I'm mad. I, dude, I was so mad about that pick in the I moment. I question C9's drafting a lot this series. I think, Dude, I know. It's fucking crazy. I think The they're... Zed? Why did they fucking pick Zed? Look at the team comp, Anthony. He's gonna kill two people, maybe. They have a fucking bruiser, a tanky support, and a Cho'Gath. Why are you picking Zed? Um, oh my god. Sorry, I'm just furious. <laughs> I haven't been able to get this out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh, Deep this site doesn't have pick order. But I think Zed does apparently does well into Zoe. I've never seen that. I've never seen it, and also but that's just, what I've like, been told. Pick something else, but dude. Because doesn't look, at look the like he can play Zed into Bjergsen. Have you tried playing Zed into Bjergsen? Because I've seen I've people play, play Zed into Bjergsen, and they don't do well. I've never no tried playing Zed into Bjergsen. Yeah, I've never played against Bjergsen in my life. Like please, yeah. please don't ever make me do that, League of no, Legends. No, please, dear Lord, <laughs> save me from this hell. Um. What game was that? Game four? That's game four. Okay. Okay. So this whole series looked like C9 was slowly losing ground a little bit. For the first two, they kind of picked up game one to two, but game three was the turning point, and Bjergsen never wants to lose. He never wants to lose, and he decided this game he was not going to lose. I don't like the Gragas pick for Acadian, to be honest. Game one, it, game one, it just looked like it was getting tossed around. Game three was didn't look that good. Round. It, I think Gragas is okay into, um, into Jarvan because you can stop yes. his uh, flag and drag. Flag and drag, yeah. But, eh, it's whatever. Zed was third round, by the way. Zed was third round. Yeah, so they banned out Jace before they did that. So if you're not trying to bait them into picking Jace, so Zed has more targets, I don't see why you're picking Zed third round. I agree, especially because they already have a Rek'Sai and a Galio. It's like, okay, like... Yeah, Rek'Sai's like, oh no, you landed! Let me sit here for like, you to spawn oh. and then CC chain! Yeah, like, LOL, okay, dude, like, what do you want? And then even Galio, it's like, you're not popping a Galio. Like, yeah, you're against the Azrael, but... Oh no, ulted! Hold W. Yeah, dude, like, chill, like... Oh, just... Uh... Yeah, the Zed pick tilted me off. I was like, if this pops off, they're legends, and but it's not going to pop off. <laughs> I, <laughs> so they, I don't think anyone can pick surprise shit into Bjergsen. into Bjergsen. I don't think anyone can do it. I also don't think you should be picking surprise shit in playoffs. 
Uh, no, no. I mean, playoffs, like maybe, playoffs is the yeah, time you whip it out, especially because, especially when but you're not up when you're two like, games. Uh, I mean, maybe look, look, this is the this is. But the you're game. not up two games there. Though you're only up one. Oh, they picked it. Game two? No, that's game, game four. Game four. Year. Well, yeah. Well, they're they're one game away from doing it, so they have one more game to lose out. Fair but enough. this is the game that they lost like the hardest. Yes. Like they 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 had, they had uh no no way to get into this game. This game was pretty ra- wrapped up pretty quick. Then ga- game three and five, I think, were the real contentious ones. And honestly, they were my favorite game of the we- games of the weekend, just because. I, no, I completely games. agree. But this game was one where it wasn't even very fun to watch. I was like, oh, we're just doing this now? Okay, like, fair enough. I guess we're just going to watch. Oh my god, the goddamn pauses. Sense Garen, learn to not be a spaz. Holy shit. No, that was funny. That was super funny. Oh my god. He banged his fucking, um... Hand warmer. Yeah, his hand warmer on the table and it exploded everywhere. Exploded sand into the keyboard. Why? Which is... Why? You know, you know what's not good for keyboards and mice? Sand. Sand. <laughs> it's pretty rough, actually. Especially um, sand that makes heat and is probably conductive. I don't see why that would be an issue. Ooh. But yeah, they they ended. I th- I forget if that was this that pause was this game was get was game four or game I, five. But I know there's I a, no there was idea. so many fucking pauses and one of them happened in game four, and they paused game four, at like twenty three minutes. They they paused for over ten minutes. I bet. And then they For get sure. back into it in three minutes, the game's over. And I was just like, what? <laughs> that, it yeah. felt so bad. So yeah. please, pro players, for, for the love of God. Don't spill water on your keyboard and then don't get sand in them. Yo, the All amount right. of times Sven has poured water on his keyboard by accident is actually kind of I want to know who has the most uh, the pauses brought because of their action. Because of spells? That's actually... I want that stat to be true. I want that stat. Okay. All right. Want to move on to our player focus for the for the match? Uh, I don't know that you're actually giving me a choice, so I'm going to say yes. You don't have a choice. That's what I just... This is my show, goddammit. So I figured, yo, what is going on with my... So Bjergsen is a monster, as we have already talked about. No one doubted this. Not even I doubted this. And I love to flame you. <laughs> but not even I can get myself to believe that Bjergsen is bad in order to flame you. He's crazy. I... He, he's he, crazy. He's he, insanely good at this he's game. He's too good. Like, if you watch his Zoe play... if you, like, It's filthy. It's disgusting. He can just find you. Yeah, and, and then he's on Zillion, and he's like, lol. <laughs> like, I'm gonna play Zillion, and, and I'm gonna still win the game. And then you give him Zillion and Kindred! Mm-mm. What are you doing? You... Yeah, that was a sad... That last draft was crazy. Dude, true to life, dude. That, that... Mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. I... I don't... So, so this series, he played... So much of he played Jace, life. Corky, Akali, Zoe, and... Uh, Zillion, that's the champion. We just said it. I did just say it. Yes, you did. Uh, he comes out with. Uh... I forgot he played Jace. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like by the end that series felt so long that by the end of game five, I like kind of forgot what happened in game one. He came out with a seven point three KDA, which is the second highest in the series, behind Zven at nine point two. Uh, he has the second highest, or I'm sorry, third highest CS per minute at 8.4, and was that th- fourth highest DPM behind 
both of his other uh, carries. Yeah. That's so, nuts. What? I, I, I have no words to describe this man. He didn't die in the last three games, by the way. He didn't. That's actually, he, I was just looking at that. He didn't die for three games. That's actually nuts. I, I haven't seen, seen that kind of play in forever. 906, 208, and what was the last one? Like 409. Oh my god, Bjergsen is actually insane. He's, He's actually so good this game, it's kind of wild. He ended the game with a Magi's, dude. That's He made that's Niski bravery. look like a punk bitch. Not in all the games. Maybe not game one, but in the rest of the... Well, the second game, he's playing fucking Morgana. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, Who fair, cares what yeah. he does? Also, to be fair... Uh, yeah, that's fair. And, and then Niski's playing Zillion. And when you watch Niski Zillion, and then you watch Bjergsen Zillion, you're just like, these aren't the same thing. Why would you bring these to me? These aren't... Wh- why are Niski you picking Zillion, Zillion here? Like, what? Niski. Oh, yeah, Niski did pick Zillion. Yeah, they're game three. Oh, yeah, yeah, game three. I just the downward trend began. I just oh, I don't. Five, oh my good god! I don't know if Niski. I, I think Niski actually did bring down the power of this team. By comparison to last split, especially when you yeah, compare him to Bjergsen, who f- apparently f- finished fourth last year. <laughs> I mean, like that's probably true, but I'm honestly not that upset because I feel like Niski with more time in the org may be able to achieve similar heights. Uh, um, may- especially maybe. with Licorice, right? Because, like, it's you're, like, shifting from, like, the top lane supporty role to the top lane carry and Licorice and the mid lane support. Like, I think that's something they could do. Because Licorice is perfectly capable of carrying games. May- I-, I-, I say maybe on Niski, mostly because he's been in the game for a while. He's had no, time I know, to but- grow and show himself. But I still haven't if seen him be like better than good Bjergsen org, or Jensen. Or like when you're on an org like TSM, like C9, like these really strong orgs with really, really strong systems, it allows you to achieve things you might not otherwise have been able to achieve. It allows you to grow even though you have been here for a long time. I mean, like there are players who have been in the game for a long time who are joining TSM and are getting better, right? Like even though they've been playing and should have unlocked it already, right? Like. They're crazy. And that's because of the kind of org that, like, TSM and C9 are, in my opinion. I don't know nothing about nothing, dude. I mean, before he got to C9, he came from Splice, and he was on uh, uh, Team Envious. What's Splice ever done? What's Team Envious ever done, dude? Uh, didn't they make playoffs once? I literally don't know. Um, This is not a historical podcast. This is a present-day podcast. Uh, uh, they they made playoffs twice. Envious or Splice? Uh, Envious. Splice were doing pretty good for a little while, actually. But I that think I that's knew. before Niski, to be honest. Um, I really don't know, and I really don't care. But yeah. Game 3 had three TPs on each side. Exciting. Oi, oi. That's a different question. That's a different conversation that I don't want to have. <laughs> what, about teleports? Oh, yeah, about teleports. On Jinx? So, suffice it to say, I think Bjergsen is undoubtedly the best mid laner in this entire league. Not that that's a uh, it's, bold it's statement. It's it's Midland, dude. Not that, not that that's a bold Midland statement or anything, collab. but like it just I feel like every time you see this man in playoffs, he just keeps showing it and showing it. 
No, he's crazy. It was such a disappointment when they couldn't win up last year. And in that that other other crazy series versus C9 in in last summer, it it was still, it was so close. That I I, I I definitely think it could have gone either way, and a hundred of these should have been nowhere near Worlds that year. But that's different different conversation. Different conversation. Okay! All right, Peter Huey. Did you see that they announced the Huey thing on his birthday? Uh, he knew about it well before that. I know, but it was funny that they announced it on his birthday. I mean, right. sure. Okay. You don't think that's funny? Like, here's your bir- here's your public birthday gift. Get the fuck out of our house. Like- oh, wow. I don't, I don't think that's funny. I think it's mean. No, yeah, I- that's why it's funny. <laughs> no, right. I'm kidding. It was mean. Okay. Next segment. Goodbye, Cloud9. Rest in peace, boys. I'll see you soon. I think this is um, a good split for them. I don't think it's exactly where they wanted to end up, especially because they're not in finals, considering they played second last split. They definitely wanted to be playing against TL this weekend. I but agree. They, uh, could, they couldn't hack it. They got beat. But with a new mid laner, they're pretty good. Yeah, especially uh, considering they I mean, lost Jensen. Yeah, what I mean is it's with yeah, the fact that you get a new mid laner, the fact that it's not the same team, this is a pretty good result uh, for that. Yeah, what I think. having having lost Jensen, this is a probably a- accurate result for them. I agree. I think. No I matter think, how much I would have liked to see them do better, but yeah. I don't know where this team heavily improves specifically. I, I really don't know. They're very cons- they're all really good players. Yeah, they're all really good. They're all really consistent. Any other team in the world would kill for one of their players. But I feel like it would honestly just needs to be a synergy thing, right? Like. And they have to start making worked. random mistakes that tend to happen. Yeah, so I feel like that's just like a synergy thing, right? Like, once Niski gets more comfortable on the team, once they have a more well... Like, obviously he has a role, but once they really clearly define his role with more playing time, I think a lot of this will ha- won't will m- potentially be solved, right? Like, And maybe it's also like a drafting thing. Maybe it's not like a, why are we picking Orin here? Like, what are we doing? Why are we locking in Zed here, right? Those kinds of conversations can... I think do a lot to improve the team, but overall, honestly, like all their players are pretty fucking crazy. Like, I think, I like, I really wish you could say you go train Sven and Niski a little bit, and they get a lot better. Training but, montage. Yeah, but like, wh- how do you? Where do you go to train these guys? What do you do? Do you go boot camp in Korea again? I don't think that's gonna make them any better. They've done that three times now. Like Niski. Uh, well, not yeah, well. They went with Niski back in November, December. Oh, you're right. I don't know, but I don't even know if it's, like, Sven doing bad or just pick it. Like, like a lot of it felt like a bad draft, right? Like Especially Zed, in the TSM series, it was definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of the draft. problems like, in the draft. They literally kept picking Jarvan. When they picked a Jarvan for the first time, he was 1-8 in playoffs. Like, that's just not a smart pick. So, like, you have a champion who's got a 1-8 record in the playoffs, and he loses. It's like, shocker, what do we do next game? We lock him in again. And you basically have a repeat performance of how much you're dying, of how poorly you're doing, of how little pressure you have. Like... That seems like it's not Sven, like Svenskaren playing like an like an idiot. It seems like there was a bad decision made in draft, and he his play suffered because of it because he was on a champion that couldn't thrive. When you had him on the other junglers, he seemed like much more comfortable and competent. So at least in the playoffs, but I don't know. This team, I think, is pretty. It's hard pressed to make them better, and I don't imagine them performing like much worse next split. You know. I, I don't see them finishing outside of top three, top four, and exploit without a doubt. If they it, finish any yeah. lower than that, something went wrong. Something and went very hopefully wrong. Hopefully, Reaper can do, pull it out again. 
Um, I will note that Sven went two different rune builds, but the same like item build in game three and four on Jarvan. He took what was it one conqueror? He took thunder the first one and conquer the second and went full tank both times. It's called electrocute. I don't fuck you. It's Thunderlords, <laughs> goddammit! Thunderlords! It's not. Hasn't been for quite some time, by the way. I don't care! You can never take the past that I love. Fuck you, dude. So, Stuff up in the I past, don't... Dude. Like, I've... like, I don't think they have an idea Excuse about me. how they want him to be playing, Jar- at least Jarvan specifically, because he, he went two different builds. Well, like, he yeah, but... two different rune pages that are meant for two different builds. Is he building tank because he's behind and this is like, oh, I'm behind, I need to build tank? Because that doesn't make any sense either. I don't know what it is. All I know is I didn't like it. It seemed to be... I mean, he didn't... Oh, yeah, he did. He did Honestly, good on Rek'Sai and Hecarim, but it wasn't enough game five. No, I agree. Um, But it was better than the performance that he had been giving. I I wonder if they, if they didn't pick Jarvan in game three, would they have still won? Because I don't think Zed was the court was the only problem on that team. Oh five six Jarvan is definitely a problem. Both those two losses I felt started on the Jarvan. Um, I mean he ended the game three oh five and six, and then the other game one five and three. Right, like he had almost no impact early. He had almost no impact in team fights. Right, like that's what the huge problem was. If he has like Rexai with Zed, or he has some aggressive jungler that is not Jarvan, and he's setting up, he's getting kills. I mean, they almost got the kill level 2 on Zoe with that absolute bullshit knockup, if you recall. He was like 10 feet away from her, but he, uh, he got the knockup, and she barely lived. But if that happens, if that kill happens, I think there's a, a real chance that the game kind of snowballs, and I think that there's a real chance to get that kind of kill on a, in a much more guaranteed way on a champion that hasn't been sort of struggling uh, in the postseason. So, Does that make sense? Did I ramble? I don't know what happened. Uh, I mean, maybe I blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out. But I'm wondering if, like, I want to know how this team can place better because it it just doesn't seem like they're gonna be able to undoubtedly be the best. They're always probably gonna have to be fighting TSM and TL for first. And after this split, I get the feeling that they're gonna be like third man out. Or the third wheel. To be honest, will. I don't think that I wasn't like watching. I think that that's maybe true, but I do think that in this series, um, I didn't feel like it was a hundred percent guaranteed TSM win the whole way through, right? Like it really was a close, tight series, which I think we both expected it to be. Yeah. So I think that like, you know, if the drafts had gone a little bit better, I legitimately think that, and this is not just because I'm a fan, I legitimately think that C9 could have won this series. Like, it wasn't a complete impossibility. So, like, maybe if, like, Broken Blade automatically sort of next split just becomes better than Licorice and Acadian or Greg, whoever's in their top or their jungle role, becomes immediately better than Svenskaren. Like, maybe they're the odd man out, but I think that it's mostly a competition for second place unless TSM can slap up TL uh, and the TL falls apart. But I, I think that there is a legitimate possibility for this team to beat that TSM team, like same rosters in the future. I don't think it's impossible. I, I mean, I, I, of course they can, they can always beat them. Like it's no, no, but I mean like, it's not even like unlikely, right? Like I legitimately think like better drafting, they, they win the series, right? Like, I mean, or like, it's even closer than it was. 
I just goodbye to you. Goodbye, C nine. <laughs> goodbye, C nine. Should we talk about Reaper now or later? Um, no, no, no. We'll talk about that after both the series. Okay. I just figured because you just mentioned it. So. Okay. Okay. Team Liquid versus FlyQuest, Anthony. Give me your impressions of the series overall. Um, Team Liquid apparently were struggling Showed in the scrims, <laughs> but they still were able to show up. If it's not talking any... to me about the scrims. If at least on um on Tia on uh on their own skills on their raw mechanical skill. Oh yeah. Hold so, on. I wasn't expecting FlyQuest to be quite so easy. I was expecting more of the game one FlyQuest that we were seeing rather yeah, than game one was tight. Rather than game two and three, which were kind of really quick stomps. But uh, game one was looking really good. I but I feel like it was a lot off the back of Viper clutching some fights on. Uh, Dude, Aurelia. Viper's nuts. I think you actually DM'd me during that game. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, Viper's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Viper was going crazy that game, and I'm like, yo, Viper might be able to solo carry this game. And then it's like, wait a minute, Viper can't solo carry into Jensen and double lift. Yeah, I just searched it last Sunday, all caps. Viper is insane. What the fuck at three thirty nine? That was well, that was one team fight where I think he gets like three people. And yeah, I just, I just responded to dude for real. <laughs> that was at the Baron fight when you sent me that. Right after the Baron fight, I, I didn't see any major problems with their drafting per se. Who's, uh, with uh, Fly? with FlyQuest at least, but I I feel like leaving them to have Zoe for uh, two of the three games. Um, I had a lot of questions. Mm. I Poe Belter was not showing up on Zoe that di- at the time, but um, at the first game, I still got questions. Why are you leaving Zoe out to dry like that when you were performing? Mm. Right, it wasn't great. But it's not Jensen Zoe. It went four and... one in the gate. Four one four game two. Six one four game three on Jensen. Yeah, it's not Jensen's Zoe. And it doesn't have to play into Jensen's chase, which, to be honest, kind of not very good. I didn't see much of that. I didn't like Bjergsen's chase either, to be honest. No, I didn't either, like the mid lane chase. Neither of them series. on chase I didn't like. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of that. I was like, I hope I don't have to watch this again. Though, it's to so be awesome. honest, I think TL won game one. Because they took Sona Tarek and had no idea yeah. how to do it. But it turns Correct. out if you spam heal on Sona and Tarek, you get like 500 more health in a fight on everybody. Correct. So, they probably... Turns out you don't even have to be that good at hitting Sona ults either. <laughs> You've got to be like vaguely in the vicinity and you're like, oh, good enough. Uh, see, I ran this too and they couldn't land a Sona ult either. Yeah, but if they won with it. Dude, I can't believe that fucking shit. There was works. one team you fight. Definitely not. Uh, they're probably hopefully when they rework Spelltief again. But there was one team fight where, <sighs> where Doublelift should have just stayed together. <laughs> I and remember did this. It, and he just flashed out into the open alone instead of helping to sustain his team, which is his job. His job isn't to DPS. He he sustains his team, and then he dies. Yeah, but he's, he's got that carry mentality, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I I thought Impact looked pretty good game one. Um, I agree. But I didn't feel like he totally won them the game. I feel like FlyQuest just couldn't... Like I said before, they just couldn't keep up. And band-aiding everything with Sonatarik just made it so that you could death ball over them. And once they're like, wait a minute, we're a death ball? They won game one. 
instead of just playing spread team fights for no reason. Yeah. Your impressions? Um, of the series overall or of game one? In general. Whatever you, whatever you want to pick. You know, I was surprised. Um, obviously, you and I both picked 3-2 FlyQuest because we're grief gods. Um, maybe that was bad in hindsight. I did actually expect... I, I'll I, say this. I expected more from them, 100%. I expected a lot more from them. Um, basically, everyone on Fly that I anticipated showing up kind of didn't. <laughs> like, I, Wild Turtle had a fine series, but like... 2-3 in the last game, 1-1 one, one in game 2, 0-3-8 in game fucking 1. Like, Santorin was decent. Pobe never really showed up in that full sort of force that we had seen him at the end of the regular season. I, I think playing um, to Jensen is a, big, is a big part of that. What was? I think playing to Jensen is a big part of that. I No, I don't disagree at all because Jensen's quite good at this video game. Um Viper obviously popped off game one, couldn't get it, couldn't solo carry into Impactic Smithy, Jensen, double lift. I mean, this is literally a super team, right? Like, they're crazy. Yeah. They're stacked in every role, you know? Yeah, they're real crazy. I don't... They're stacked. Yeah. They're stacked in every role. They're basically, a, like, a second string player from, from TSM, TL, or a C9 or Immortals in three of their roles. Like... This is like Wild Turtle is very comparable to Sneaky in a lot of his skills. He's got the most games played in the LCS. He is the most played. Only player. because Sneaky got benched. Is that really how he got the lead? No. I think so. No, he ha he had the games from before because he played on uh, TSM for like two like two thirds of season three when they kicked out Chaos. Oh, true. My bad. But um, I just. <laughs> I don't know where where exactly all that all their like strength went, but I I I kind of unconfident and unsure uh, of how to play the game from their position. I would have been a lot um, more confident coming off of game one, and I thought that giving uh, Viper Kali might have won them game two, but it didn't it didn't turn up as much as I thought it would, and I think they had too many too many carries and not enough like straight up team fight which is something that we said last week is what they should have been picking for is hard that is what we fight. said we did say that and... with our mouths our collective mouth and i don't think i'm sorry see. i said that yeah they didn't really pick heavy team fight and even game five game five even game three they kind of have a team fight comp but it's it's sort of there's no tank there's no good engage there's you have to land a Kennen and an Oriana ultimate on something or you lose because then you don't use those two abilities. So, yeah, like as much as the drafts aren't bad, it's not FlyQuest style. FlyQuest should have picked a, st a standard AD carry with a controlish mage mid lane, maybe Zoe, especially to keep it out of Jensen's hand, a bruisery tanky jungler, and probably a bruisery tanky top, or which carry top and a carry and a and a the that game three. I mean, they had Varus. That's a standard AD carry. Right, but like it it it, wow, it is dude. a team fight team comp, but dude. it's a, it's relying on landing a few wombo combos and and it it's it's not a good straight team fight. It's a lot That's of fair. it's a lot of do it all in one go, and if you can't get that one go, you don't win. 
and if you don't land that one go, you don't win either. Barris actually seems like a really weird pick on this team because everything else seems to synergize really well. Like more gold cannon on like in uh Ori ball delivery in Rek'Sai or in Cannon. But Varus wants to like I mean I mean like yes he went lethal tempo Varus, which wants to stand there and auto attack, but like I feel like there are maybe better AD I carries. I think they picked it to counter Zoe. I think that was like trying to be their answer to Zoe, but they also give over Tom Kench. Yeah, like, which is really bad to give Core JJ because he's crazy good at Yeah, he's pretty good at Com Kench, and when you he give Com Kench to a double lift, like, what's the goddamn point? Like, you just gave double lift, like, three more outs than he had before. And he had a couple. I mean, he actually didn't have many because he's... But... I think by game three, I'll, also by game three, FlyQuest were really demoralized and they didn't really think oh, they could win. Oh, for sure. And even if you gave them their, like, comfort is comfort pick comp, like... They're they're probably not gonna win that that game after game one and two, just getting slapped around. Agree. I completely agree. I was expecting more from them early, maybe an early okay. lead. Disappointed. I am well, excited for FlyQuest though. Didn't didn't live up to it, but it did good, not. Good season for them. Okay, so do we want to move on to we the? We both got a dark red box for this one. Yeah. <laughs> we both fucked up heavily, is what we learned today. Don't trust. Uh, do we want to move on to? Uh, yes. Their player focus, or do you want to just Viper. kind of skip that this time because we kind of covered it? I mean, we kind of covered Viper, right? Like, because the only like standout. I mean, I remember. Hold on. You also DM'd me like, who should we even player focus? And I was like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this game it did, I didn't have much of a. Yeah, like maybe Core JJ because he's just always really good and i mean viper's only like for me like oh dude core jj oh, fucking alice star game too it's fucking filthy um but i just like viper's one play in game one or his handful of plays we covered them already and i feel like that's what we're just going to talk about in the player focus so. yeah all right so let's just move on to goodbye fly quest farewell fly quest we love you uh, I think FlyQuest had a great season, especially for the expectations that everyone had for them coming in. I completely agree. I had them. I think I had just, them lower than they ended. I think I had them either. Yeah, I don't remember where I had them. I don't know. I don't. I had them in playoffs for sure, but I, lower. And I don't. I didn't. Wasn't. I didn't have them. I didn't nine. have them fourth. I don't think. I think I had CLG fourth. <laughs> No, I had a hundred these fourth. I had a hundred oh, these Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when they back That's before we got the bamboozling uh, unraveled. Uh, but classic. Oh, uh, throw back to when we thought they'd be good. <laughs> throw back to when everyone thought they were a team that could play League of Legends. Mm. And for a while they were. A little bit. Okay, this is about FlyQuest, not a hundred thieves. Let's get back to it. Yes, they did better than expected. I think Viper is a lot better than everyone thought he was coming in. I think... I agree. I under... I If you remember the very beginning of this, but I was like, I don't know, dude. And everyone I always... was like, I don't know. I had Viper yeah, and Broken Blade like, in the same question mark basket. as like, I don't know what the fuck these guys are going to do, but it's going to be something. And they're both pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're both pretty good, as, like especially coming in with the expectations. So I think it's a little bit... Everyone's kind of surprised and putting them a bit over where they are, but I don't know. I think Broken Blade still has more to go. I don't know how much farther Viper has to go. It's hard to see, but... It's, they're also on two like radically different teams. Yeah, like if you're if you put Viper on TSM, I imagine he could be. Like what I said earlier about like orgs like TSM and C9, like they can just pull more out of players. I want. I think FlyQuest is a is a good org, especially for them to like keep growing and becoming. A oh no, I think they have a real shot space. In the future. 
Um, they don't have any sponsors. We have as many sponsors as FlyQuest does. <laughs> so, yeah, so Man. I think they definitely should probably work on becoming a strong, stronger on the org side rather than, like, look, if you can keep making fourth place finishes in uh, playoffs every season for a while, that's a pretty good team, and I think you'll do well. Uh, you're just outside of Worlds every time. Maybe you'll make it one of those times. Hope Maybe you'll... I don't want to say you'll luck into it, but like maybe one team will fall down at the right moment and you'll get in. So, uh, this team... Was but I think stronger orgs build stronger teams, too, yes. right? Like, yeah. the teams with the best support systems often excel the most because they're able to, in a way, and the teams maybe don't have sponsors, don't have all this other stuff worked out that, you know, it's, it's not as a... Uh, able to thrive as a player potentially anyway i think that happens in all sports though like i i'm a, i'm really impressed for what this team could do with a bunch of role players dude true like when you put normally when you put a bunch of role players together it becomes a really mundane team that doesn't have or any the san one, antonio spurs <laughs> that doesn't have any one player to play around or one like avenue to focus on and they just kind of Maybe they win up. Sometimes they'll win a game because they 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 just did better than the other team and they played standard straight up. But they 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 normally don't get especially creative. But I think having Viper on the team will definitely help with that. I think Viper True. can potentially become a good carry to play through. And I mean, they, I think he's a fine carry, but I think he just needs more practice on the stage. May, yeah, may, maybe so. And I think he's like a ribbon player, like. <laughs> And I think that um, Santorin still has a little bit more to gr more like growing or living up to to do because he played really well back when he played with TSM. It was pretty, pretty he's good, quite pretty good aggressive. Back then. And I think he Those can were the, definitely uh, get back to that. Lost Boy days? Question mark. Yes, he was on there with Lost Boy. God, I love Lost Boy. <laughs> God, I love Lost Boy. <laughs> and I want to see Wild Turtle get back in the top of uh, Challenger, please. That. That I love that time. That was a good time for Wild Turtle when he was like the top of challenger. I agree. And I'm wondering how much further JJ can go. And I feel like his ceiling's really close. And I if this team needs to upgrade, I think the support position is probably the position to do it in. JJ I agree, that's what I said earlier. Does it he doesn't look bad, but I feel like he can always do better. And I don't know who's available for them to get at the moment. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Academy. Azerbaijan, stop calling me. Robo calls, everybody. You got a call from Azerbaijan right now? Yeah. Very funny. So I don't know who you specifically replace him with, but imagine him with this team with, with, uh, Zazel or Smoothie. They would be so good if they had Zazel. I would rather not imagine Zazel leaving me. Shh. I don't want Smoothie leaving either, but I'm just making a hypothetical. No, I agree. So well, I think that's just, of course, that's true because right now, I think even in pro play, bot lane is so determined by the pace of the support or the ability of the support. Like, I honestly think with a better support, Wild Turtle's capable of matching double lift, or at least not getting like rolled, like rolled over, right? But because JJ's maybe not as experienced, the bot lane sort of as a whole suffers, you know. But, like, if you have Smoothie or Zazel there, then I think they can legitimately contend against or at least not get dominated by uh, by Double and Court. Although, no disrespect to Court JJ, that man is fucking insane. I feel, I feel like he's a little overhyped, but he's definitely good. He had a very good series. Okay. 
Ugh, farewell, Fly. Goodbye, FlyQuest. You had a good season. I hope to see more from you in the summer. Did Reaper deserve Coach of the Split? That's our next question. Hell Did no. Reaper deserve Hell Coach no. Of the Split? Hell no. Uh-uh. Oh, boy. My, boy last, my boy Zix deserved that. No, he didn't. Did my did uh did he get it last split? No, that was Reaper. That was no, Reaper. No, no, I'm for... asking you about Reaper last. Oh well, yes, split. yes, yes. Reaper got it last split. He got it for benching, t benching half his team and then bringing them back in slowly. That makes sense to me. That split, this split, I honestly think it probably should have gone to Echo Fox's coach. Uh, for the Echo amazing Foxes, I don't think so. Okay, well, over, definitely shouldn't gone over to Golden Guardians coach. Oh wait, sorry. True. So it should have been Golden Guardians coach. I don't think TSS is, like Zix is good, but I don't think he did anything nuts. The right? problem like, with the Golden with saying Golden Guardians coach is that Anero wasn't the head coach for the after the O four start. They changed coaches. Oh whoever the head coach was. He was still on the coaching staff, but they changed the head coach. And they didn't announce it until recently. Which I that shouldn't be a thing, Riot. You should be what? telling us who is like active in everyone at all times. Oh, that's true. But I mean, even the new coach who came in and didn't fucking turn yeah, this even, around. Even whoever the new coach was probably should have got it over Reaper. And then the FlyQuest coach definitely should have got it too. Though I think having yeah. a lot of veteran talent on that team definitely helps. Oh, for sure. Which is why I find Golden Guardians like more impressive, you know? Yeah. And that's why I don't think Reaper should get it. I think how much you improve your team should be a, real, a significant factor for how you pl how you place in this yeah, kind like, of measurement, C nine did how as well as most people expect. C nine went from second place to third place this split. And I know we're not supposed to count playoffs, but I'm just they even in regular season they finished in the same spot they were last season. Yeah, and they yeah, didn't even look even shaky at all. Two players, they yeah, didn't have to go without from tenth that. place to worlds this split. Like, what? And that was pretty fucking wild, though. But, that was a good storyline. And they still wouldn't have gone to MSI. If they had, um... When is MSI? It's in, like, two weeks or three weeks. I need to talk to you about that after the show. Um... Okay. So, I don't... Like, they weren't gonna live up to the same place they were last time. So I don't see... Like, I, I don't see why he deserved this over Zix, who took a team, like, TSM who... Zix didn't deserve shit. <laughs> he deserved it more than Reaper, but I think it has to go to GGS or Fly over Zix, too. Like, he took TSM, who had the worst year of their entire career last year. And I know, making playoffs is the worst year of their entire career. I mean, they're a storied team. <laughs> yeah. And then he took them, and now they're going to the finals right now. And I and they went on an 11-1 game streak in the last six weeks. That is such an enormous pickup. And honestly, I think that's... Almost bigger than Golden Guardians, and I, I do say almost. But I think his drafting is also a lot better. As you saw in the C9 series, and I know, again, we're not supposed to include playoffs, but as was... I mean, even if you saw in, like, the TL yeah, series... You, 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 saw, you got to see it at the end of the split, especially. Where Zix was just doing nasty drafts everywhere and totally ruining everyone's game plans with his drafts. He's quite good at that shit, dude. And I, I'm just... I, I don't know, I love Zeke's drafts. Zeke's drafts are good. He had a major improvement on the team. Like, compare week week 2 or week 3 TSM to week 9 or week 8 TSM. Two different Crazy teams. Crazy difference. And they would demo week uh, 9 or week 8 would demolish week. Crazy difference. So, like, so, I, I don't know. I Reaper didn't deserve it, and we can both agree on that, but I definitely think that Zix should have gotten it. 
I don't think Zick should have gotten it over GGS or Fly. But I think he should have been ahead of Reaper on the list. Next question. Whomst, and by whomst I mean who, will be the MVP? So, Probably Bjergsen. So, your MVP should always come down to the top, the five players that are on the all-pro all team. Like the top five all-pro team players. Do they announce all-pro? Yes. I think it was Licorice, Smithy, Jensen, or I'm sorry, Licorice, Smithy, Bjergsen, Doublelift. Licorice and Core JJ. Wow. It was Core JJ? Fifths. Yeah. Okay, so I think it's for sure Licorice or Bjergsen. Maybe Doublelift, but I think it needs to be Bjergsen. I think... I think it needs to be Bjergsen. I, the problem is, is that we, ha we have a bit of a... Re uh, like like I was saying before, recency bias with watching him play playoffs where Bjergsen is just manhandling children. I'm not even considering playoffs. I'm just considering but the eleven and one run. I I definitely think Bjergsen is a much more impactful player in his role than Core JJ is. I don't think Core JJ is bad, and I definitely think he should probably get second or third along with Licorice. Literally any one of these players is like obviously worthy of being on the MVP list. Right? I, I I think there are only three you really need to consider: it's Bjergsen, Core JJ, and Licorice. I think anyone else is really pushing it. I don't think I've seen much from Doublelift that I'm like, Doublelift is a god this, but he is carrying that team. And That's I haven't true. seen the, and I haven't seen the same from McSmithy. In fact, I I would put most of uh TL's last three losses on McSmithy. Yeah, no, that's true. He didn't look so hot in those three losses. But Licorice, Bjergsen, and Core JJ, I could all concede like I think it should be Bjergsen, but if Licorice got it, I wouldn't be like mad. I'd be like, okay, that makes sense, right? Like yeah, Core JJ I, I, a little bit less, but like I, I, I would definitely put my vote in for Bjergsen because I think Bjerg, like I, I don't think Bjergsen has ever not been a viable option for MVP. And that alone for me just kind of is like, he should probably just keep winning these until somebody smacks him silly, to be honest. Wow, Viper got rookie of the split. Uh, there were only like four options. Vulcan and Wiggly? Um, Wiggly only played one game, one or two games. I think you need to. I think you're supposed to. No, have no, he four. was in the third place for voting. Right, right, right. I think people send in votes that aren't um allowed sometimes. Oh. So I don't, I don't know, but I know that the, the that list should have been really short because there weren't a lot of uh, weren't a lot of options. Well, fans don't vote on this. They don't. It's all media and uh, players. And, and the broadcast team. Yeah. So, I think the other thing they had to consider is, like, what makes the most valuable player to you. Like, there was one split where Arrow won it and robbed it from Hanser. Uh, <coughs> sorry. Uh, see, that's why I'm saying I think it should be Bjergsen, but I could see it being Licorice and I wouldn't be annoyed. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be like, Bjergsen got robbed, because Licorice and Bjergsen, I've... They're both hard-carrying their teams this split. Yeah, they're like, they're really both doing, forces. like, vaguely the same thing on the roster, right? Like, obviously Bjergsen is doing it differently, because Bjergsen... Licorice still obviously very good, but like they're both consistently showing up. They're both helping their team when they're down. They're a big reason they're winning. They're never really the reason they're losing. And they're like, they're sort of incredibly uh, keys. They're incredible keys to the success of the team right now. Uh, I think Bjergsen deserves it a little more because of the end of the split. The 11 and 1 run, I think, is very impressive. And I tend to wait the end of splits more because it's sort of when things matter coming down to playoffs. But I wouldn't, it's not inconceivable for me to see Licorice getting this, especially because Licorice had the most, or the second most points on the all, all the team. Well, and Bjergsen actually had the second least. Well, the thing is, is that you, you have to remember the contention in the role. 
Oh, I know, but... But, um... What was it? Uh, one thing when I, I think about when I consider MVP is, like, what one player in this league would I, would I first pick in a, in a draft and would I consider to be the most, like, like, the player that I could put on any team and make that team better? And I, I think, think that has Bjergsen. been Bjergsen for every single season I've seen him in. Yes, but you can't make this MVP vote off last season. That's ridiculous. But, like, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with somebody about who their first-round draft pick would be in the LCS and it not been Bjergsen. I wouldn't pick him first. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Now he's crazy. Like, everyone should be picking this man first because he's been so good for so long and the only time we've ever seen him, like, underperform was... It it was for a short while, and then he normally got better and kept improving. And normally when he doesn't perform as well, it's because he's playing out-of-the-box things and not necessarily because he's bad. It's because they're giving him Galio mid that they're trying out or something like that. So yeah, I think that's good for the MVP. Shall we move on to our preview for this weekend? MVP for the weekend? The... The, the match this weekend? Oh, you said the match. Dude, I fucking thought you said the MVP of this weekend. I was like, no. what are you talking well, about? Well, it is going to be this weekend. No, I know, but I was just like, i sorry, I'm sp- Look, things happen. I was reading... Look, I was reading stats, okay? Okay. I got distracted by my job. Anyway. <laughs> Playoff preview, TL versus TSM. Uh, do you want to vote first? No, we'll do our uh, picks at the end. Okay. So, coming into this... We have TSM coming off of a really, really contentious series versus C9. Where I, coming off a fucking slap. Where I don't think they got to hide everything. I feel like they had to show a few things there. And then you got TL coming off of a kind of a raffle stomp and mostly playing, I think, what everyone expected them to play. Like, I don't see anything... Revolutionary I, yeah. I think the Olaf and the Skarner are actually kind of different, but at the same time, I wouldn't have thought Xmithy couldn't play those, because I'm sure he's played them in the past. No. Oh, he has. I remember seeing... I mean, is the, any LCS jungler that can't play Olaf is like... That's crazy. That's crazy. I expect any... But he's not even that hard, guys. <laughs> like, the Skarner um, was fun. Shout out Captain Flowers. Um... Like, I don't see anything particularly new here for TSM that I think they did well on. I guess you could say the Corky pick, kind of, but I don't think they did super good with the Corky pick. I felt like that team comp probably needed a front, more frontline tank or something and an Enchantress, or at least some good, some better, some, I don't know. Bombs a <laughs> no, lot of peel, I mean. but I don't understand, like, how you make that stronger. Um... And I don't think anyone doubted Bjergsen could play Akali, because they've been banning if it. Did, if anyone doubted that, then they're fucking trolling. Yeah, like, and they didn't watch him go to town on Tiella with it last summer. Yeah, you're and trolling. I, I think, think the Cho'Gath pick... That was great. And the... That was high IQ, I think. I think the Cho'Gath pick and the Akali top pick are two gives for TSM. I think... Well, that... the Cho's dangerous, because Bjergsen is a nasty Cho'Gath dude. I like you can flex the Cho. Like it kind of sucks mid right now, but like if they have like a Lissandra or some well, shit, then, like... yeah, they're not they're not playing this patch. I I think that uh, flexing Kali is very strong. Oh, are they on the next patch? No, no, they're on uh, nine point six. We're we're a patch ahead of them right now. I think 
But I th- okay. what I'm trying to say is that I think they had to give up a little bit of their top side, uh, their top side picks. And I don't know if they can. I don't know if they have more. I feel like they might have one more thing top side to pull out, but I don't feel like they have anything else they want to show. Though that being said, they already have to ban like a whole load of shit for top side, and for mid and like. There's so many picks you had to ban on this team that I think they could show you everything and you'd be sitting here like, I can't stop everything. And not that TL doesn't have that, but at the moment they haven't shown that they have that, which is a good a good and a bad thing. But I think if you if you can control their bot side and get them in an uncomfortable position, I think TL's bot side will probably just straight up lose to T- to TSM's bot side. And I th- I think Acadian can be aggressive enough to overwhelm McSmithy. And hopefully that'll the like those two things will break the team cuz I don't see Bjergsen losing lane and I see Bro- uh, Broken Blade at least holding his own against Impact. I think that's legitimately uh fair. Uh I actually don't have much to add to that. <laughs> Me basically hit everything I wanted to say. Uh so yeah, I agree. I mean, it's. I'm actually very excited for this game. I think no matter how it plays out, it's going to be uh, good, especially with TL sort of back in full form. I'm. I'm excited for this. I think it will be a, a nice old battle. Uh, do you think that? Do you think Jensen will be able to keep up with Bjergsen again this split? Do you think he's going to finally get a title? No. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like. Jensen always does fine in fucking semis and quarters and then chokes in playoffs or finals, right? Like, that's the story of my last few years as a C9 fan is unpressed Echo R's and... <laughs> and hey, hey now, and... now Doublelift can save his flash for Jensen True. to not use either. I do... I don't know. Like, I actually am having a hard time deciding who I think will actually win. I think it could go either way. I think it... I I think TSM have them even or outmatched in every role. I don't think their bot lane is so far ahead. I don't think their top lane is so far ahead. And I don't think their jungle is so far ahead. I think Bjergsen is a giant mental block for Jensen. Especially in finals. And I think... I think their jungle is pretty far ahead of Acadian. I think he's a lot smarter than Acadian. But I, I think that I he's you, probably the smartest jungler in the LCS. Probably, but I I think that if you get a Cadian rolling, he isn't gonna give up give up as much as many of the other junglers in the LCS because Acadian's used to being able to hard carry games straight up. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. All right. Should we do picks? Is that all we got to say about this game? I thought we'd have more to say. Oh, okay. What what champions do you think these teams should be prioritizing? Zoe. Zoe. <laughs> Zoe <laughs> band has to be like Zoe, both these mid laners. Akali. Can, both of these, both of these mid laners can a hundred percent take over a game on Zoe, and it needs to be either first picked or banned every single game. I think uh, uh, Akali is a big priority too. I agree. Uh, I think so. I think the Lissandra, Silas, Aurelia. Like I think those bands are gonna be prevalent. I'm wondering if TSM pick up Sona Tarek by next week or by this weekend. I don't know. Cause 
TL didn't seem very strong on it. And Smoothie's they... actually got a filthy target, by the way. So even if they don't, even if they don't ban it, just yeah, pick just, it one game. Yeah, they like... might be able to just pick it because I don't think Tarek's that bad of a pick. He's got pretty. He's not. Good and Smoothie's TL. actually Smoothie's actually like engaged. so good at Tarek. Oh, I miss Biofrost Tarek. It was so. I know good. you do. You just I miss, miss Biofrost. I miss Biofrost in general. So I th- yeah, I think they can definitely pick away Tarek Sona if not play it themselves. So. I think Zillion will probably be on the table too, because I know Jenskin plays Zillion, and I know uh, Impact can play uh, Kindred. It looks like Kennen might be on the table. Do you mean Smithy? I meant Smithy, yes. Okay, I was like, Kindred top sounds like trolling. What do you? I wanted you to dive into that if that's what you meant. So. No. Uh, I I think uh, Kennen's on the table, and I think Ryze is on the table because they've both been playing that too. But I think Jarvan should definitely be off the table in the cupboard and put away under a dark bo- in a dark box. Somewhere I don't have to look at it. Please, for the love of God. Oh, also probably Rek'Sai. Rek'Sai's a big priority for Akkadian because he always performs really well on him. Also, I don't know what's going to happen in the situ- AD carries because I don't think it matters. Oh, I don't think they're going to prioritize that at all. I don't, I don't um, think anyone cares who, the, who the, any of the AD carries picks. Outside of banning Sona, like you're not touching that role. So. Yeah. Um, I think that a way for TL to win this series would be to focus Akkadian, because I do think Smith is probably a little bit of a better jungler and definitely has a deeper pool. Um, I think there are really like three junglers that Akkadian's like super shined on, and if you ban two and take one, or you ban one and take one and force them onto like a counter match, right? Like one of those junglers is Sejuani. Duke Smithy obviously can play. One of them is Rek'Sai, obviously. Right? Like, um, I think... I don't think there was a single jungle ban. Okay, there there was... The only jungle ban was in Team Lick... The, the only jungle bans, I think, were in TL FlyQuest, and then there was one ban of Kindred in TSM C9. Well, I mean, that can change in a different series. Okay, there are two... Sorry, two bans on Kindred. And then, T- no, I I can't do math. There were three bands on Kindred, and then TSM oh, someone was can't trying count. to pick it. Okay. Look, all I know is that I think it's a, a legitimate strategy because that feels to me like what would be the biggest skill discrepancy. Yeah, that's the that's the part where you want to get your leverage. Yeah, so getting your leverage in the jungle, I think, would be the wise move for TL. So it's sort of focusing on Akkadian's comparatively small champion role too. Your boy, Nick Smithy, 500 IQ jungle plays. I kind of worry about Akkadian being able to keep up performing in these more like these higher and higher pressure positions. Because Akkadian's never been here before. I don't think he's ever been in playoffs before this. He had one, but I don't remember. I, maybe one, I don't know. But, I legitimately don't know, though. But it just... I, I'm kind of waiting for Akkadian to crack, and I'm just like, if it's not here, it's going to be an MSI. And that's not going to be much Which better. Which would probably be worse for you, yeah. That's not going to be a better uh, outcome. If he cracks here, it's like, crap. All right, let's start improving for next split. If he crack, cracks at MSI, it's time to start looking for a new jungler. Though, oh, wait, Craig will be back. By the- I don't care anymore. Canadian, you got nothing to lose. Keep going. You do have the finals to lose. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't have to lose that. <laughs> okay. Want to do picks? Yeah, let's go over our picks. Uh, you first. No, thank you. No, no, you first. Dude, I literally don't know. I think it's going to probably be a 3-2 series. But for who? 
Alright, here's my dilemma. Are you ready? What's your dilemma? I want to see TL lose, because <laughs> I like seeing super teams lose. <laughs> but I want to see TSM lose. This isn't about what you want, I wanna this is about what you, you think. Because I want to see you unhappy. I... <laughs> I actually, I really am having a hard time with this, like, no memes. I've been thinking about it for several days, and I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Based on the last two series, Team Liquid, 3-2. I say TSM, 3-1. Oh, God. <laughs> I think Bjergsen has put no, on his carry pants right, and they're not though. coming fuck. off. No, 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 you, you can't change it now. I can't. I'm not changing the three two, but I might change the TSM three two because I do think it's going to be a five series. Nope, can't change it now. We've never had a no backseas rule before, and we're not wait, starting. Wait, 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 Since when do you have a no? We're making predictions here. I wanted you to go yeah. first so you wouldn't get tainted by my prediction. But I don't have a real prediction because I legitimately. <laughs> okay, fine. TL 3-2, but I don't feel confident in it, and I don't feel any attachment to being right here. Uh, you're a sucky analyst. Yes! <laughs> okay. Never all said right. I wasn't, dude. Alright, alright. I think that's it. I think that'll do it for this week. You wanna take us home, dude? Uh, yeah. Thank you for watching Lender Legal Legends podcast. You can catch us every week at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash 2 k 11 Catch the VODs on my YouTube channel. On Wednesday, you forgot to say Wednesday. that. Wednesday, Biden. Every Wednesday, 7 p.m. It's in the description if you really want to okay, find well, out in the VOD. Otherwise, just come here at the same time next week, whoever's watching the stream. Either way, goodbye. Have a good peace. night.